0: Hey guys, in this episode, we're gonna go over some interview tips that got me from nursing school to the intensive care unit. We're also gonna go over some tips on your resume and just general interviewing tips that you might uh, need whenever you do your first interview or any interview thereafter. Hey guys, this is Sean and welcome back to the Nurse Dose Podcast. So like I said, today we're going to be talking about interview techniques, as well as uh, resume things that um, are really important that people don't really think about. So to get started, I think it would be appropriate for me to tell you about my first interview going into nursing. And what I did that I think secured my spot in this really competitive market that we had at that time, so I was just coming out of nursing school, and I was getting into the uh, residency program that this one hospital system was um, putting together. And from what I have I, I had heard in nursing school is that this was very competitive, especially for the people that wanted to get into the ICU supposedly something like between 200 to 300 people would apply for these positions. And if you didn't interview well, there was a good chance that you weren't going to get in. So I knew that I had to um, pull all the stops for this and do my best interview ever. So I was extremely nervous, um, got an interview secured. And I got there and they put you in this room with the other nurses that are going to interview at the same time. And right off the bat, it was a peer interview. So during this peer interview, uh, they're asking all the common questions, you know, um, why do you wanna be a nurse? Why do you wanna work here? Um, Things that y'all have probably heard before in your other jobs. And um, they also just, straight up asked me, why should we hire you? Like, what have you done that would make you more marketable than somebody else? And at the place that I worked at before this, I worked as a tech in another big hospital system. And they would give out these uh, kudo cards. And basically what it was is just a coworker or a patient saying, thank you for doing your job. And After you got so many, you could redeem them for like movie tickets or something like that. Well, I never redeemed them for movie tickets and I had the bright idea to save them all in a folder. And by the end of that job, I had something like 15 to 20 of them stacked up in this folder. And so when they asked me this question, I had brought this folder with me to the interview and I took it out and I was like, well, Here's some firsthand testimony from people that I've worked with and from patients saying how good of a job I do as a caretaker and as a coworker. And I think this just kind of floored them, and it's it they started laughing. And it, but I it wasn't like a like oh this guy is ridiculous. It was like a wow this is like really impressive. And to this day, I am convinced that that is what got me that job. Um, all everything else, I was well qualified for. But so was everybody else that I worked or that I went to school with. So you need to find that thing that sets you apart from the rest. And maybe that's the same thing as what I did. And feel free to steal this idea and use it on your own job interviews because I guarantee you it's going to impress anybody that you interview with. Um, And this is another reason why I would. suggest getting a tech job before uh, graduating nursing school because not only is the experience good, but you can also put all these different things on your resume and you have different talking points during your interviews. So being a tech, while sometimes it may kind of suck, uh, it has a lot of benefits in the future for you as a nurse. Anyways, we'll get back to actual interviewing techniques here in a little bit, but first I wanted to start, start off with Your resume because that's pretty much the first thing that your uh, potential employer is going to see before they actually schedule you for an interview. Um, And I've had the same resume since my tech job, which was about six years ago, and I just keep it updated. And I like the format. It's simple and it gets the job done. But some things that I want to say about resumes is that it really should only be one page. Um, I help interview people. I help interview people at my current job and I helped interview people at my last job. And um, if the interviewee was good, they would bring some resumes with them. But something that is a pet peeve of mine is when your resume is more than one page, uh, I can get a, it can get away with Two, but more than that is just pushing it. I don't want to have to flip through your resume, um, and go through all of your work experience. I don't really care that you worked at Coldstone when you were 15, cause that doesn't really, it doesn't apply to what you're applying for. So try and keep it to two pages max. And that's really what mine is. I, I keep it front and back. So like the second page is really just, um, More skills that I left out from the other parts where it could have been in. So it's not even really a full two pages. But so that's my first tip keep your resume one page, make it classy, make it look neat, um, make it stand out from other people's resumes. But let's go ahead and talk about what should be on your resume. So to get started, of course, at the top you're going to have your name um, with any certifications that you might have. Um, So not to toot my own horn or anything, but I have two certifications. So I have my name, BSN RN, CCRN dash CSC. And you know, that's that's something right there that's gonna catch somebody's attention, right? So play yourself up, sell yourself. Don't be too humble about it. You know, this is a job that you're going for. Under that, you're gonna have your address, your phone number, your email, um, just so that they can contact you um, if they do wanna set you up for an interview. Next, you're gonna have your personal objective. And this is kind of like a brief description of you and what you want out of this job. So I'll just read off mine for you real quick. It is gonna sound kind of lame, but this is how these go, I promise. So mine is dedicated energetic CCRN-CSC certified RN seeking RN position, bringing multiple backgrounds of knowledge and skills with an interest in critical care. So in that sentence, or a couple of sentences, I'm telling you my certifications that I have, what I'm interested in, and what I can bring to the table. And so this kind of just sets up the whole resume as a whole and it gives an insight to the interviewer or the employer what you're looking for and if you're already matching up to their um, standards. Next, you're gonna list out any certifications that you have And I know you're thinking, if you're a nursing student right now, I know you're thinking, what certifications do I have? Do I even have any certifications? I can tell you, you already have one and it's something that you need to be in nursing school. You are BLS certified. You know, don't play that down. A lot of people aren't BLS certified. So put that on there. If you have ACLS, that's great. Put that in there. Any other certifications like that, I know I got... Uh, disaster preparedness training whenever I was in nursing school. And I still have that on my resume. And I let people know that I have been trained in disaster preparedness. You know, is do I still really know what to do during a disaster? Maybe not. But um, I had received that training. So why not put it on there? I was officially certified. So um, it is a certification. But moral of the story is anything that you can use to play up yourself, put it in there. Any certifications, big or small, just list it in there. And after that, we're going to have our clinical experience. So if you are already a nurse and have already had a job, this is where you're going to put your past clinical experience, your past jobs. But if you are a nursing student or a tech and you're applying for your first nurse job, what I did to actually apply for my tech job is I put my clinical experience from nursing school. So this included my med surge clinicals, uh, my pediatric clinicals, and I listed the hospitals that I went to and what clinical I did for that hospital and listed anything that I might have gotten out of that hospital that I think pertains to the job that I'm wanting. Um, So you could say, learned how to put IVs in at this clinical, Uh, learned how to do a cardiac assessment at this hospital with these patients. And that way you're just not putting, Oh, I worked at McDonald's two years ago before I started nursing school. So uh, I'm good at customer service. You know that as someone who's interviewed people, I'm going to look at that and you know, not really pay attention to it because everybody can say they have good customer service skills if they work at uh, McDonald's, but you know, in, in the real world, that's not going to transfer over very well. So like I said, just use your clinical experience that you have from clinicals in nursing school. But now if you are a nurse and you've already had a nursing job in the past, what you would write in here is what kind of patients you took care of, what responsibilities you had, were you a charge nurse, were you a manager and what skills you obtained while working at this job. And that could be anything from, Oh, I became the best IV starter on the unit or anything like, Oh, I did a project on C and CAUTIs, you know, nurse or Managers love that kind of stuff, you know, because they're always trying to fix their own Cotis and CLABSIs. I guarantee you every floor is working on their caudies and CLABSIs. So if you have a project that you did somewhere else that helped your Cotis and CLABSIs, play that up in your clinical experience and let them know that. And so next we're going to be talking about the education section of your resume And here is where you'd obviously put your schooling. Um, You can put your prereqs if you desire, uh, any prior degrees. I have a prior degree in biology, so I put that on there. It's not gonna hurt you. Um, But of course, put, put where you are going to nursing school or where you went to nursing school. Another tip with this section is only put your GPA on if it's good. There's no reason to put on a GPA if it's not good. And I guarantee you, nobody's going to ask you only use it as something that you're bragging about. If it was really good, uh, nobody else cares about what your GPA was during an interview. And uh, unless it was like ridiculous, unless you got like a 4.0 in nursing school, then maybe it might have some leeway on, you know, your higher ability. So unless your GPA is good, just leave it out. Um, you can also put any, any awards you got in school, you know, Dean's list. Um, I know there's that Sigma Theta Tau thing that I got into that seemed primarily just to get into, to put on your resume. I have still. I still have no idea what it's for, but, um, I put that in there that I guess it's some kind of honor society that I got, uh, inducted into after I gave them a hundred bucks or something. So play it up. This is another place where you can brag about yourself. And finally, the last section of your resume is your skills. And this is where you can put any skills that you've acquired over the years. Um, It can be something as simple as the customer service skills that we talked about with McDonald's or whatever. Or um, something as broad or as specific. uh, for, For me in my own practice, I'm pretty good at ultrasound IVs. So I put that I have been officially um, checked off on them at the current hospital that I work at. Um, and I put a rough estimate of how many I put in per year and, um, anything that would make you more marketable is something that you had put here. You know, does your job rely heavily on, uh, the Microsoft suite? So like Excel PowerPoint, put that you're good at that, um, under this skills tab and, um, anything else that you think pertains to the job that you're applying for that you have, put it here and now we'll go ahead and get into the actual interview itself Um, and like I said before uh, I a really good interviewee whenever they come to an interview will bring multiple copies of their own resume and uh, I know in a lot of cases the hiring manager will already have uh, your resume on hand but it just looks better when you bring your own, because a lot of the times, like when I go in with my manager to interview somebody, they might only have one copy of the resume, but if you're able to pass out um, several copies to the peers that are interviewing you as well, that looks really good, it makes you look really prepared, and it also gives me something to look at um, while you're talking, and I can confirm these things that you're saying, and um, so yeah, so bring. I would say, I, I go overboard and I bring like five Um, And I think that's pretty safe to do. But before you even show up to the interview, I want you to have a couple things in your mind. Uh, These are questions that I want you already to have answered in your mind and have ready to shoot out because you don't want to be sitting there going, uh, um, well, you know, it makes you look more confident if you have the answer offhand um, and ready to go with it. So First thing I want you to do is I want you to look up the place where you're interviewing at. I want you to look up their history. I want you to look up when they were founded and I want you to look up any awards that they may have gotten, you know, are they magnets? Um, do they have any other awards for diversity or anything like that? And bring that up in the interview as well. Even if it's not asked specifically say, Hey, I see that y'all are magnet. Um, is there anything that y'all do specifically to obtain that? And, you know, it it's stuff like that that shows that you put in your research and that you really want to work for this company because why else would you research it if you were just, you know, haphazardly applying to jobs? Now, the second thing that I want you to have in your head are a list of weaknesses and strengths. And now for your weaknesses, I want you to think about how you're working on them and, um how you can fix it going forward so you've identified that you have a weakness and i don't want any of these weaknesses that are like oh i'm too caring i care too much give a real weakness like hey i'm kind of slow sometimes but what i'm doing is i'm working on this to work on my time management you know that show the people that say like hey you know i i care too much And I do my job too well sometimes. That's just like a, it's a BS answer to me and I don't really listen to it. So, but somebody that comes out and says, you know, hey, I'm really not good at this, but this is what I'm doing to fix it has so much more respect in my book than somebody who just gives me, you know, one of those cookie cutter answers. So that would be a second thing that I want you to have in your mind. And finally, I want you to have a mistake that you made in your head as well, uh, especially if you're coming from a nurse job to another nurse job. Think of a time that you made a mistake, whether it be like a medication error or something else like that, and have it in your mind vividly so that you can retell it accurately, but then also have in your mind what you could have done or what you're doing now to avoid the same mistake. And this is gonna show that you have reflected on that mistake and that you have the ability to reflect on your mistakes in order to improve as a person and a nurse. So that's the third and final thing that I want you to do is have a mistake, be it um, maybe school or patient related, and how you fixed it and how you will avoid making that same mistake going forward. And now for the actual physical interview A lot of people have asked me what to wear to an interview. Do you wear scrubs or do you wear nice clothes? Like, what do you do? And the simple answer to this question is if you're going to shadow a nurse or not during that time. If you're gonna shadow a nurse, then feel free to wear your scrubs. I think that is completely appropriate. And to be honest, I think it is also completely appropriate just to wear scrubs in general to an interview. It's, it's your uniform for the job. So I've never looked at somebody who's wearing scrubs and be like, wow, really they're wearing scrubs and you know, they're interviewing for this job. It's, it's not a big deal in my book, but if you would like to, you can also wear business casual. Um, I don't think it's necessary to wear a suit. I think it's overkill. Um, Just be comfortable in what you're wearing. And anything that makes you feel confident, I think, is what's going to um, make you interview the best. But so let's say you've gotten to the interview now. Usually the first thing that's going to happen is the interviewer is going to introduce themselves, maybe say how long they've been working at this job, um, some things that they're looking for in the person that's uh, going to be taking this job, Uh, And then after that, they're gonna ask you to tell um, them about yourself. And so this is where you'll, you know, kind of just do an overview of your resume. Um, And that's basically what I do. I will sometimes even have my resume out in front of me and just make sure I'm hitting all the bullet points as I'm talking about myself. So now it's pretty easy because I just talk about my experiences as a nurse. Uh, I don't really talk about my clinicals anymore, it's not really relevant, but if you're a nursing student, I would talk about your clinical experiences, maybe anything that really stood out to you, any projects that you've done that have really changed things or that you've gotten a really good grade on or that you got really good marks on. And um, yeah, and any, like I was saying, any certifications that you have, um, and then just briefly talk about your education um, and then some skills that you've picked up along the way. From there, you're probably gonna be asked the questions that um, I told you to have in your head. So like the weaknesses and strengths, the mistake that you've had. um, But also they're gonna, sometimes they'll ask you, what do you know about this place? And why do you wanna work here? And this is a great time to bring up the research that you put into the job. Say, oh, I wanna work here because it's a magnet hospital and I've heard magnet hospitals are really good to nurses. And the only way that you get magnet status is if the nurses you know praise the job that they have at this hospital. And that's gonna look really good because they know that you're behind the magnet status, they're behind you know what they are as a company, and they know that you'll fit into the culture. And so you'll probably go through those other questions that I told you as well. Um, but then they'll ask you if you have any questions for them. And a lot of people think that this is the end of the interview and they, they just say, no, I'm good. Um, thank you very much. Uh, I don't have any more questions. But this is kind of like your turn to interview them. And what really shows interest is whenever you start asking them questions because who just jumps into a job haphazardly, you know? Ask about the 401k. Do they offer a 401k? What are the benefits like? You know, this isn't just a a favor for them to give you a job. This is your life and you need to know what benefits you're getting from them. Uh, You might also ask, um, what is the nurse to patient ratio? Although I've been lied to in the past, you know, some people have told me that, yeah, we only do uh, two patients to one nurse, but then they start tripling people. So don't take that with a grain of salt, but still ask it and just show that you're interested in the unit culture. Um, and then any other questions that you have to ask, you know, um, like opportunities for advancement, things of that nature. But if you're shadowing with somebody, ask them the questions as well. The person that you're shadowing is the person you're going to ask the real questions to. Like how many patients do you typically get? Um, are devices one-to-one stuff like that. Um, and you can also ask them if they like working here. A lot of the jaded people will tell you the truth if they don't or not. Um, so it's very good to ask those nurses the true questions. Um, and I've heard, I've heard some people will actually call the unit sometimes and ask to talk to a nurse and ask them about that. I've never seen that happen in real life, but I guess you could do that. It would be kind of strange, but I mean, that'll get you the real answers to be honest, because They don't know who you are, and I would assume they would tell you the truth. But yeah, so after that, that's pretty much the end of the interview. The first interview, it really isn't a big deal, especially if you're coming as a new grad. Um, There's not a whole lot that they're gonna put on you. I'll tell you, for myself, in interviewing for a CVICU, I do ask some physiology questions and some anatomy questions just because I wanna know that you're actually passionate about coming into a cardiovascular ICU. So something that I usually ask is uh, for the interviewee to trace the path of blood through the heart. And this is something that you should know because you learn this in nursing school. And if you can't differentiate the mitral valve from the tricuspid valve, we have surgeries that specifically deal with those valves. And if you can't differentiate them, it's kind of concerning. And of course it's things that you can learn, but that's kind of like the basic thing. So I want to make sure that you have the basics down and that you're just passionate about cardiovascular nursing. Because if you're not passionate about it, you're you're honestly not going to make it because it's, it's really hard. So something that I would suggest is just maybe look up some simple facts, uh, regarding whatever you want to go into, be it, uh, pediatrics, um, neuro trauma, you know, anything like that, just have the basics down to show that you have the fundamentals, um, so that you can learn the more advanced stuff during your residency or your orientation. Um, that's something that, looks really good to me. Like if I ask you something and you don't even try, it's not even about getting it a hundred percent right. Like if you try and I have to coach you through it a little bit, that's still better than you saying, Oh, I don't, I'm not sure I'll have to look that up. Like, great. Yeah. Go look it up, but at least try, you know? So, um, especially if you're going into the ICU, it, it demands a lot, especially as a new grad. So you have to have that mentality, um, to learn, So that's something that I kind of look at as well. Um, And then something that uh, one of my friends asked me is, what do you do whenever they ask you, where do you see yourself in like three years, five years? And I know this has been asked of me every single time as well. And what it does is it gauges how long they think that you're gonna stay somewhere. And with nurses, I think it's kind of silly to ask this question because you know that a lot of them are going to go to school and I haven't really seen it affect uh, being hired or not, unless you're like a new grad and he's like, oh yeah, next year I want to go to NP school. That's something that's not really great in the eyes of a hiring manager because why am I going to spend three to six months training you when you're just going to go to NP school in another six months? So. Be careful with that. But if CRNA is something that you're looking at and that's like five, six years down the line, go ahead and tell them. It shows that you're dedicated to your education. It shows that you are advanced in um, what you're looking to get out of, uh, out of nursing. Um, and I don't see it as a negative at all. So I say go for it. Tell them that you're going for that, but not if you're doing it within a year or so. Um, especially as a new grad, because there's a lot of money that goes into training new grads, because it's usually more than eight weeks that you get for orientation. And that's just money lost uh, in a manager's eyes. So yeah, guys, that's all I really got for resumes and interviews. This podcast actually went a lot longer than I thought it was going to. I kind of wanted to keep this one at like 15 minutes, uh, but it looks like we are approaching 30 minutes at this point. Um, so yeah, if if y'all have any questions, any more questions regarding interviews, any specific interview questions, feel free to ask me and I will, um, address it in the next podcast as well. I know I didn't get enough time to really, um, get any questions from y'all, but I also don't really have a big following of new grad nurses. So, um, there weren't that many questions to, uh, address, but, um, thank y'all for listening. If, um, Y'all want to ask me these questions? You can contact me through my website, nursedose.org, or you can follow me on Instagram, and that is nursedoseofficial. I also have started putting up my podcasts on YouTube, so if that's easier for you, you can go there. But um, please, if anybody that you know is a new grad trying to go to the ICU or just a new grad in general looking to advance their knowledge in nursing, please recommend my podcast to them. Um, Word of mouth is really the only way of getting podcasts out these days because um, a lot of people frown on you posting your um, podcasts to specific sites asking for help with that specific topic that you are going over in the podcast, which just seems weird to me um, because I don't make any money off these podcasts. At least I don't right now. So um, yeah, anyways, thanks guys for listening. Really means a lot. Um, I'll talk to y'all on the next one. Not sure what it's going to be about just yet. So if you have any suggestions, let me know, but, um, I will talk to y'all later. Bye.